All right, it's Wednesday, and so we have a congratulations and something that Jody's a little bummed about, a new addition to the family. Now, what? She's not, what? She's not bummed about the new addition to the family, Sam. Just okay. so you know. This is how you get me in trouble, Murphy. I'm not bummed about... Okay, okay. My cousin had a baby the other day. Uh-huh. Baby's now home, and everybody's healthy and fine, and... She did. This is my favorite thing in the world is to not know what you're having, mm-hmm. but just go to the hospital and have a baby and have a surprise if it's a boy too. or girl. It's you know what that shouldn't be a lost art, but mm-hmm. it, it kind of is for a lot because you know if everybody hits the 3D uh, ultrasound now and boom. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I mean I get it for parents who want to plan and want to know, but I loved not knowing with our first Taylor. Anyway, it makes it like Christmas morning and you got a baby. I mean, if you don't, I, you know. But anyway, so my cousin Brittany had a baby, and she didn't know whether it was going to be a girl or a boy, which was super fun. And um, I had been saving a dollhouse that belonged to Phoebe mm-hmm. in my closet, and I, one I, of these Barbie dollhouses. No, it's a dollhouse. Oh, not the um, one with the elevator. No, Phoebe has kept the Barbie houses. And she's going to she's going to remodel them. I haven't told you this yet, Sam. No, for the bearded dragons. <laughs> They're cool. She started putting everything cons- can be retrofitted. <laughs> <laughs> they like to ride up the elevator no. to the third floor. Oh, Lord. Anyway, this is a dollhouse that's when they, when the girls were very little, they played with like very little. But it's cool, and I just think it'd be fun to bring that over and go. Here you go. But she had a boy uh-huh. and not a girl, another boy, which is cool because her oldest son gets a baby brother now, uh-huh. you know boys yeah. can, so it's awesome he's healthy and beautiful but now i'm still hanging on to a dollhouse waiting well, for a girl to be born in the family maybe that can also be retrofit for the bearded dragons <laughs> <laughs> that way they have and a main know, home and a vacation yeah, home that's right you got a whole neighborhood going on here we do have a baby in the family her name is avalyn and i almost wanted to give that to them their cousins too but um, her mom told us she did not too many toys. She didn't want too many toys around mm-hmm. the house. So I didn't want to bring a big house in. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm going to hang on to it. Okay. Um, speaking of babies, coming up just after seven, and I love this, guys. Um, why you, it is okay and even good to baby talk your pets, especially Aww. dogs. Dogs really respond to it, which I think we know and we mm-hmm. see on the daily. Yeah. Uh, also coming up, um, you know, uh, producer Bailey and I have more th- uh, in common with each other than just a birthday, apparently. He did something over the weekend that I wanted to do. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so for the first time since 2009, Clint Eastwood is going to be acting and directing in his own movie. Mm -hmm. Last time he did it, it was for Grand Torino. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn. That sounds like Batman. Yeah, that movie, <laughs> that movie was tough to listen to him when he would talk because yeah. it, you could just tell, okay, Clint's getting older now. Wait, but, I thought that was a voice for the character. It was? I thought well, it I, was. It worked for me then. Okay. Probably so. I mean, he's older. Mm-hmm. He's he's almost 90. Well, he's not quite 90 yet. He's like 88, 89. Yes, he is. Okay, so he is. he's doing this movie called The Mule with Bradley C- Cooper. Hmm. Okay, so the movie, and he's directing, but it centers on a down-on-his-luck man, played by Clint Eastwood, who gets a job, a simple driving job, but it turns out he's a drug mule. Ah. And um, Bradley Cooper plays the DEA agent trying to shut him down and shut it all down. That sounds exciting right? to me. It's funny that Clint Eastwood is still in the tough guy role, even in 88. I think that's correct. That's who he is, though. Yeah. Right? It is. He's only done a 
couple of other things where he wasn't a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Bridges of Ma- Madison County jumps to my mind. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that movie. He yeah. directed Bradley, though, in that American Sniper movie. He did. They have a relationship. So right. this is a chance for them to work together. He's directing here, too, but he's in the lead role. Right. So it's like, I guess he just directs everybody else and like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do because I know what I want to do. You people can't do it right. Yeah. Just let me do it. <laughs> Filming is underway. You're right. I double checked it. He's 88 years old, yeah. uh, Murphy. And by the way, his daughter, Allison, is in this. So is Lawrence Fishburne, Michael Pena, just to name a few. The Mule. Well, Michael Pena, he's the one from Narcos, right? No, oh, no, yeah. no. No, He's that's not? no, that's oh no, oh, he played Agent Pena. Pena. <laughs> <laughs> My screw up, sorry. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, let's get to know producer Bailey a little better, guys. I found out about something else he's into. In mm-hmm. fact, he is so vintage, you are going to be jealous, Murphy. We'll do that next. Murphy, I mm-hmm. think you have something else in common with producer Bailey, who we're slowly starting to get to know more and more. Yeah, we're like bonding at every curve here. The first thing I found out about Bailey is he's, he and I have the exact same birthday. Yeah, Harry Potter's birthday, July 31st. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be celebrating that here in about eight weeks. At Hogwarts. close, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bailey. Yes. I was asking you what you were doing the other day, and you are like, well, I bought some vinyl. Yeah, I I'm did. I'm like, vinyl? <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh, Murphy loves vinyl. It's and really we, fun to collect. Yeah. Okay. It is, it's, I mean, it's retro, it's coming back. I even heard somebody, I read an article the other day that cassettes are on the way back. No. Uh, I don't see it as the they, same way as vinyl, but you know. Mm. Uh, look, I'm not going to say that I don't have a cassette player at home. What? Maybe two. Bailey. Maybe a duplicator. Oh, uh-huh. no. <laughs> see? Well, you're going to be the cool one. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do you have something to play them on? Because Murphy still plays his vinyl, too, and it sounds incredible. Yeah, I do. I have one, and I can plug it into my computer so it runs through my speakers and everything, and it it sounds great. Ah, yes. The old school USB turntable. Ah, yes. (laughs) Just like they used to make in the 70s. Exactly. Okay, here's the big question. You bought some new vinyl. Where? Like, did you hit up, like, vintage so- shops or what? Yeah, I usually usually I'll go to, um, like, antique stores, because sometimes they, they have them there. Totally. Um, but I went to our one of our local uh, vinyl shops. Nice. And I, I looked at, well, I found, okay, I found a couple of things, but the my most exciting finds were um, an album called The Dude by Quincy Jones. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. It's got some it's got some good jams on it, I actually, think. Actually, you know what? I have boy, that's that is cool, Bailey, because I actually have that one on CD. Yeah. That's not one I've pulled out very, you know, often, but there were some big hits like in the early eighties that came off of that album. Yeah. There's, yeah. It's worth another listen. This this other song called Bet You Wouldn't. I I love that. This song is I think it's really great. This is also Quincy? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he's singing on this, but I know Before he definitely he was produced producing it. with Michael Jackson around yeah. the same time. Like Yeah, I don't think Quincy ever sang on anything that he produced. I think he just produced. Mm. Yeah. He just snapped his fingers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quincy doesn't have to say. No. He Wowza. gets somebody else to do that for him. Um, <laughs> but the, the other thing that I found was uh, uh, the official soundtrack from the Olympics in 1984 when they were held in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Remember it well while yeah. watching it. This oh, is, I know this. Yeah. That's the official fanfare by, guess who? John Williams. John Williams, yes, yeah. that's right. Sam. Very nice, cool, yeah. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Wow. You're just the most popular guy around here. <laughs> we should all come hang around his turntable this afternoon. Ah, yeah. And listen. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, Mariah Carey loves, I uh, found this out, she loves Christmas so much, you're not going to believe what she does at her house mm. all year long. 
Sam's got music news. The Queen Diva Mariah Carey says she did. She uh, unveiled this or uh, disclosed this in a, an interview with a UK talk show the other day that her favorite holiday is Christmas. Christmas, Duh. in fact, so much so that she leaves her decorations up all year long, and she even plays a certain song all year long. You know what she hears when she hears that song? Money. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Props to her, though. She wrote the thing, and it's become one of the most successful Christmas yeah. songs of all time. She wrote it, and it sounded familiar to my Christmas heart. I thought it already existed. I'm like, oh, she redid this? Yeah. She did it. Yeah. And don't think for one second that she puts her own decorations up. Just saying. Well, but she leaves them up all nice. year long, she yes. said. And, uh, Does she really? Certain, yeah. well, probably that, that, wings yeah. of her mansions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said the house is full of Christmas decorations all year. She doesn't have the lights outside, though, you know, like some of us do. All year I long. Li- I Somebody would lights. be calling the Neighborhood Association, uh, right? Hey, Mariah's got the lights up. I like um, the lights in the back mm-hmm. of the house, like patio-ish all year. I put some new lights that. on my patio. I need to take a picture and show it's you. Make, it's a happy maker at night. Um, like she says she doesn't want to force it on the kids either, but once they start hearing her her Christmas song they yeah you know, they know it's time too yeah what right. if she still has her little santa outfit <laughs> yeah I'm you sure know, she I mean, does in the music video yeah. that yeah. stuck with you didn't it it uh, did real. maybe nick cannon got that one in the divorce uh garth brooks says you know what it's time for some new music and a new world tour he was doing a vegas show at the win correct he did a uh, a spell there yes right. but he was on at the, the where the, the win. win. Yeah. W-I-N-N. <laughs> Who? Got it. So you, um, we can do the whole thing. The last world tour he did, it did seem to go on forever, but cuts the added dates every time you turned around. It was three and a half years, and it turned out to be the biggest North American tour in history. Of course. Ch- speaking of cha-ching. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he says, yes, I've got new music coming out. When that comes out, look Good. for me to go on another world tour. Good. Uh, and Megan Trainer says she wants a backyard wedding. I love this song. I like it, too. She doesn't want to big, fun. do the big church bash with all, all fancy stuff. She said she wants it in the backyard. She wants somebody to barbecue. And her manager, truck. Uh, her manager can legally marry people. So she says you can have the manager marry them whenever oh, she wants. That's better, huh? a fun mm-hmm. wedding. The more informal you make it, the more informal the guests feel. And all of a sudden, it's a party. Just bring the tater salad. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Okay, you know, we love hearing from you. So give us a call. 877-310-4MSJ. Also coming up next, going in into the producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, Bailey? Uh, well, Phoebe bought something at an estate sale recently and she people did. were having an argument about it online. You know, periodically, we like, we like to let you know all the different ways that you can get a hold of us and be a part of things here. You can Number call, one. You can call or text 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah. You can hit us up on Facebook. That's number two. Or Instagram. Yeah, you can do that, too. Uh, there's, there are other ways. There's well, got to be. You can follow us on YouTube if you want to. This is you know, true. I don't know if you can reach us there easily, but you can watch. And, and then, of course, there's always your email answered in the producer's mailbag. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. The producer's mailbag. Bailey, what do you have today? Well, Jody, you and Phoebe actually found something pretty interesting at a estate sale recently, Yeah, right? Phoebe, our 13-year-old, is an old soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely and totally. And she always makes a beeline for the china, for the fine china, yeah. when we go to an estate sale. And she's the one that begs to go to these things, too. And so she bought something the other day, this little set. I don't. I didn't know if it was a tea set or a sake. Sake came to mind because these tiny little cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful and very delicate. We posted a picture on the Facebook page. 
Yeah, so that picture is getting everybody kind of, not riled up, but they're they're like, trying well, to figure out what it is. I and, asked what it is. Like, yeah. what, if, do you know what it is? Yeah, well, Ashley is saying that it's a sake serving set. I've, I have one my grandmother brought home from whenever they lived from Japan. You know, wow. It's interesting. It looks like. I thought that that's what it looked like, but every time I had sake, I really never could remember. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who anyway. needed a set? Just drink it from the bottle. <laughs> no, you need to drink that from a tiny little. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Mona, Mona says she has another vote for a sake set. Wow. Teapots almost always have a handle of some sort or another. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. It's. It, I think it's really the shape that's giving it away. And okay. It's really beautiful. She has it displayed in her room. That picture I shared is from her room. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I'm going to have to get this girl a curio cabinet. Maybe at the next estate <laughs> sale. <laughs> Phoebe, you do know this is a sake set you've got. She doesn't know what sake is yet, but we'll, we'll explain that tonight. Okay. Uh, also on Facebook, we asked about people's summer plans. Yeah. And we have a couple of listeners who are commenting on that one. Okay. Robin says she's going to Hershey Park in July. Nice. And then she's going to a supernatural convention. Like oh, the TV, really? For the TV show. Oh. No, they're just oh, not going to okay, be okay. ghosts oh. roaming around. Oh. But a supernatural convention would be really interesting. Yeah, you know. A lot yeah. of weird stuff going on at the hotel at night, I'm sure. I'd be scared to stay at it. Somebody keeps moving the towels. I'd be I'd be scared to stay. Cool. Uh, Birgit also says, I'm flying to Germany with my kids to visit my family there. We oh, actually haven't yay. seen them for seven years. So I'm so oh, excited. Sweet, Safe Birgit. trip. We love hearing from you. It's been a long time. Reach out to us anytime online, Facebook, Instagram, or murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, Willy Wonka prequel is coming, so find out what actors are lining up to be the young Willy. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I do have Willy Wonka prequel news, but you have to wait for that a second. First, Jared Leto will play, I thought we knew this already. But he will play, it's confirmed now, the Joker in a standalone movie. Oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. You know, really? we, we kind of heard this, really? but... It's been, uh, I guess, rumored, hoped for, dangling there in Hollywood for quite a while. The uh, talk was, back when the Suicide Squad came out, that, oh, well, Joker, we're going to do a standalone, standalone movie. and uh, Haley, or Harley Quinn, we're going to do a standalone with her. That one's you in never the heard anything well. about it, and so now, you know... Yeah, well, they're going to try to do, with that... The the Marvel thing. Yeah. Take all those characters and expand them. And um, so Jared Leto apparently has signed and it's happening now. That one could work, I think. Scary. I know. Just the DC ones just don't seem to have what, that, that well, I know. warmth uh, Jer- and humanity. Or What Jared Leto and um, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger did for the Joker makes the Jack Nicholson Joker just a joke. cartoon. <laughs> I know. So much so. Everything's scarier now. Yeah. Everything's scarier. Okay, so look for that, especially if you're a big fan. Good, Big deal for him. Okay, Willy Wonka is getting a prequel. My dear friends... You are now about to enter the nerve center to the entire Wonka factory. All right, Sam, this is one of your favorites, right? The original with Gene Wilder. Honestly, I like both of them. The the Willy Wonka with Gene Wilder and the one with Johnny Depp. The one with Johnny Depp is really fun and different. You have to see it. Even if you're a purist for the original, you have to see the Johnny Depp one. It is really fun. Okay, so they're doing a prequel. So I guess just how Willy Wonka became who he is. Is it going to be Johnny Depp? Uh, No. No. Who's in line? 
Ryan Gosling, okay. which I can see that happening. Also, a Hollywood favorite right now. We want to see him do anything and everything. Donald Glover. Oh, Ooh, right. that just, would be good. From Atlanta and, of course, most recently, Lando in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Yeah, and I hope he does a spinoff on that one, too. Exactly. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. Did you hear about Katy Perry's teacup poodle nugget getting oh, its life saved? No. A incredible little story. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up, Sam feels like he's got to stand up for James Corden. Yeah, everybody loves uh, carpool karaoke, but I think there's something we're all missing that we need to listen to. Okay, cool. Um, also, want to let you know, Sam, since you saw Solo this weekend, the Star Wars story. Yes. Um, we have our very own Chewbacca at home. Showed up at the house. <laughs> So, in case you missed it last hour, the find, the score that producer Bailey made while out shopping for vinyl this weekend. Man. Catch that on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Listen on your schedule. And uh, you can also come hang out with us after the show. He's so retro cool, Bailey. Okay. I love this. Science is now saying, and I believe it. I've known it since I was a kid. It is not only okay to baby talk your dogs and pets, but it's good for them. It helps them bond with you. I am so glad because that's what I do with Gus, Gus all the your time. Dog, Sam. I don't really talk to the cats that way because they, okay. don't, they don't deserve Will it. Will you do it here? I, I want to hear it. Well, I, how do you say? How do, I do I, a, a really weird. I think dog. everybody does. Well, Jody's got this high voice. Jody's actual no, her voice before the surgery is what it sounds like when she talks to the dog. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh-huh. the time her voice goes high again. No, I do special I kinda, language. For I kind of sing talk to him. It's okay, like, Gus, Gus, come nice, on, nice, nice. I do my oh my goodness gracious. Okay, his name is Gus, but I I call him Gustav. <laughs> Sometimes. Nice. Oh, yeah, we fun. do that too. We change all our dogs' names and, just yeah. for the confusion. Yeah. <laughs> and lately I've been calling him Buddy just because he is my buddy. He's your buddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, researchers say it works for infants. It helps them pick up on language cues. Not that you keep doing that. You mm-hmm. know, once your kid starts growing up, you need to start talking to them like a human being and well, not babies. But Sammy's 28 and I still talk to him that for, way. <laughs> <laughs> for animals, for dogs especially, they don't care which tone. They just know which one is for them and they love it. And it helps them feel bonded with you that's why when you start talking in that voice of course they know it's for them specifically does, does it also help to uh i guess stress wise to, to show them that you're not angry with them right now for doing something i don't know See, about i have, that, I I have a guess. differing opinion on this because it's okay because they're going to get wound up they get excited by it yeah. but you have to balance this because when you're trying to either teach them or direct them or something like that you can't do that you can't otherwise right because you're going the emotion is going to get in the way of them actually paying attention and especially to me i think it's a bad habit to do that first thing when you walk into the door it's because true. if you're coming in with guests or friends or lots of groceries and they get all excited you've got a bad situation on your hands yeah look you you're in the do. lead you're no. in the lead or you should be if you walk in and ignore them they're gonna wait usually but yeah. if you go oh my goodness gracious which is what right. i do and they're all, yeah. all like and it's five at a time which it's makes a lot. it dangerous as you can see <laughs> but so loving oh well Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Yeah, some of my friends uh, who are getting a divorce and they've done something on social media. Two couples, in fact, mm-hmm. lately. I kind of like it, and I want to tell you what it is to see if you guys kind of like this one. Okay. And Jody's got her good thing coming up next. Yes, this kid who's gone from homeless to Harvard. Awesome. You're gonna start your day with a little positive pick me up. Good news, Jody's good thing. I need some good. 
guys heard about this kid who went from homeless, well, he wasn't homeless his whole childhood, but some of it, Mm -hmm. some of that really um, pivotal time in junior high, Mm -hmm. and he, he was homeless for a time. And um, he was lucky enough to be in some after school programs. His name is Richard Jenkins, and he just got accepted to Harvard. Nice. So cool. Okay, so I have to share a little bit with you. Um, you know, he, he, they, the whole family went through a lot of stuff when he was in sixth grade. Um, they lost their home, and he was in and out of homeless shelters with his family, with his brothers, and things like that, back and forth. He struggled to, you know, stay stable, and he had some health problems at that time. Around eighth grade, I was shopping around for high schools, and that was really stressful because I got into one that I really liked, and just the cost was way too high. Um, also, my dad had a heart attack, um, the, like the summer of eighth grade, and that's when my migraines really got bad. Um, so, of course, I didn't recognize all of this at the time. That's just, you know, how it happened. Every now and then, you know, I'll get a, a spike in the pain. But back then, it was like one constant migraine uh, that I'll wake up with and go to sleep with. Yeah, he still deals with that to this day. But he was dealing with that back then. He was also in this after-school program, The Mighty Writers. And um, he really feels like that kind of saved him. I was actually upset that Mighty Writers didn't happen on Friday afternoons. So I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do on Fridays? One thing that's interesting about the Harvard thing now, and this has just happened for him because he'll be starting in the fall, um, is that they used to nickname and call him Harvard in school because he was this kid that would raise his hand for everything. He was just really thirsty to learn everything. So all this information just came down the last several months. I checked Penn and I got waitlisted. At least it's not a denial. I checked Yale and I got denied. I'm like, okay. And I, uh, in my head, I'm already thinking, okay, Harvard's going to deny me too. I just got to, now I got to think about where I'm going to go to school. Um, and I open up the Harvard tab and there's a link to a video saying, welcome to the class of 2022. <laughs> that's, that's basically how it was. Yes. So he got in. And so the, the nickname is funny now yeah. because he got in right. and um, he should be starting in the fall. And he's, by the way, a full scholarship. Man. His name is Richard Jenkins. Him. Good news. Jody's good thing. All right, coming up, I've got a couple of friends who are unfortunately getting a divorce, but the way they're approaching it, they're doing something special on social media. I kind of like. Yeah, okay. I want to share it with you. Hey, when you get a chance today, like us on Facebook. That way you'll get a notification whenever we go Facebook Live, new posts, and all that fun stuff. And you can uh, follow us on Instagram, too. Okay, what's this, Sam, that some of your friends have recently done on social media that upset you? No, 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 it didn't upset me. It actually made me, I think it's oh, a good thing. you felt good. I think it's a good thing. Um, oh, it's an upsetting subject, though. Okay, Hollywood, whenever some big-name couples get divorced, sometimes they put out the joint statement that, you know, we're splitting yes, as do. friends and no big deal. We're still going to love our kid. And they kind of get ahead of everything, so there's none of the gossip they try that to, going yes. on. Oh, well, I guess you have to, because otherwise paparazzi is going to be all up. Uh, in your business, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I've had two couples that I'm friends with on Facebook uh, in the past month do the same thing. And oh, one of them posted that, statement. you know, we want to get the same thing. We want to get ahead of the gossip and it's time to put it out there. And they put it out there as a joint statement just to let everybody wow. know huh. that after X number of years of being together in marriage, it's just time for us to go our separate ways. And there's no animosity between us. Sure. Uh, we're still here about the kids. We're still going to support each other. We're still best friends. Neither one of us saying bad things about the other. On, nice. Uh, you know, okay. usually there's the line about, you know, unfortunately, people grow apart, you know, we'll so like somebody almost wrote it, but yeah. yeah. Um, but I kind of, 
I, I hate to number one. I hate to see it end those those marriages. But on the other hand, it's kind of nice to have it out there so that nonsense doesn't get all started. Sure, behind their I guess backs. diffuses the situation. Like, right, you can't take and run with that if both co- if both of the people have already said, "Here's what it is." Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think of that? Um, I, it's funny. I've never thought about it because yeah. I haven't had that happen with people in my friend circle yet. But I guess it's. Certainly their right to communicate something like that the yeah. way they want to. Yeah. Um, or is it a it's private thing? It's that... so, it is very private. Mm-hmm. It is very private. Mm. I, I think it just, again, it depends on the person. If they really, if you've got a lot of friends and you want them to know, and instead of it becoming the, oh my God, I didn't know and all that, you mm-hmm. just I would put probably it out be there. at war with myself about it because part of me would want everybody to know all is well, I am fine, this is a joint decision, boom. Yeah. Right, but I don't think that I would want to use that for it. Right, you mean uh, let everybody know, but more in more of a private way. So you would right. rather send out a formal press release <laughs> <laughs> with a contact? No, and Are you working on one of those? <laughs> for questions, please call. <laughs> well, maybe it's a new trend, Sam. We've yeah. got two friends, two yeah. marriages. Mm-hmm. And I, by the way, I did reach out to both, and like you know, nice. my, my thoughts are with you. Oh, Sorry nice. to hear this happened. If you need me for anything, let me know. That's really and one of them. I threw a joke in, but I don't want to share it. That's fine. We know you. Hey, you know what? Let us know if you've seen this or if it's happening or maybe you have done it. 877-310-4MSJ. Okay, Sam. So you had a couple of friends, different couples. Couple of couples. Break up, do, plan, uh, announcing their divorce, and they did it on social media. Well, they announced and you it on, liked it. They announced it on social media kind of, I guess, to get ahead of the gossip and the rumors. He said, and, she said. And to say, hey, look, we're doing this amicably. It's almost like a Hollywood one. We're doing it amicably. The like kids press are still here. We're still good friends. Yeah, they didn't post, hey, it's going to be in the rearview mirror. Don't yeah. do this. Yeah, <laughs> nobody throwing anybody well, wait, under some the bus. people do that, too. It's very If nasty. I could really tell you why we're doing this, I would, but... <laughs> Candace has a thought on that. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Hey, Candace. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So, have you seen this? What do you think of it? I saw it a few months ago, and a good friend of mine uh, that I've known for a really long time posted something similar. And once I started reading it, it was kind of like, "What is this?" <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. you know, I was kind of taken aback. It was very respectful. It was very much like Sam was saying. You know, this is what we've decided. We've been together a long time. It's a sad thing, but this is what we, you know, we want to be respectful to everyone involved. Both people probably approved it, right? Yeah, it was signed by both. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. It really worked, you know. So how did, did you like it or did it feel weird to you as a friend? Uh, Well, I was, like I said, I was kind of surprised at first, but I really, I respected the sentiment, you know, the, the fact that it was very, respectful and open like these are the hollywood statements like you guys were saying that they kind of put out together and just yeah. saying we want to do what's best for our family they kind of have and, to you know you don't think they were patting it for legal reasons huh just to make it look good <laughs> maybe uh, make sure if this ends up in a <laughs> look screenshot this <laughs> for the judge you, you once posted on facebook <laughs> maybe you should now, have done some of that okay i don't know if i would post something like that on like a, a facebook or on social media or something like for that you personally I, yeah yeah, and I think people just have kind of a different line of what they feel comfortable sharing and not on yeah. social media. And I have a lot of, like, I have former students and things like that on my Facebook. And I don't I don't think that's something I would necessarily share right. with See, everyone. So if I did, I think I would do maybe a, a personal message, maybe on Messenger yeah. for close people in my life and just kind of keep it a little more personal. But I think even in that instance, it should be mutual. I think, yeah. you know, my person my partner whoever would have to kind of agree i don't think i would do that without 
I'm with you. You know what? I mean, I even even if there was agreement, I'm not sure I would do that publicly. It's kind of like that in certain medical conditions. I don't really want to push out there. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. It depends. Yeah. TMI is, is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. TMI with your medical and your marriage. Uh huh. Thank you, Candace. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, remember the year that um, you said your mom sent you and your siblings to like a daycare instead of a camp and you were the oldest kid there and you oh, it was yeah. the worst summer of your life? It was freaky because I was like 11 Look, years old. she was old. just trying to work in mom, get it done. Yeah, and she was. She and, was. And so the oldest person in this daycare was about five <laughs> and so is me and my brother and my sister and here's the problem you know <laughs> chairs were way too small there was no comfortable place to sit you say it smelled like diapers it did <laughs> smell like diapers and the portion sizes for lunch <laughs> that's not acceptable can i have another one well you only had to go a couple of days right yeah she pulled and then she out. was like okay she's like okay maybe grandma's. i shouldn't have put them in a daycare <laughs> well you know again working mom just trying to get it done summers are challenging <sighs> sometimes they really are nothing ever stays the same i really. bet your kickball team won now didn't they <laughs> we did all of our sports teams won <laughs> okay listen um I, it's not it's not the same situation that taylor and phoebe are in this summer but it, it reminded me of it so or, we're, we're all set now, middle of the week finally, but yeah. earlier in the week, Taylor, our teenager, our 16-year-old, was a little upset with me. Okay, so she and Phoebe are doing a, the same camp mm-hmm. right now, and I say that it's a theater production. I don't even call it, don't even it's called a camp, but they're doing a theater production, and it was like grades 6 through 12. Right. Well, guess what? Phoebe's about to go into 8th. Taylor's about to go into 11th grade. Right She's almost a junior. It's Right. Um, but the first day, man, she was blowing up my phone. Mom, I'm the oldest here. Mom, I think I'm the oldest here. And I'm thinking, I'm going to have to pull her out of this, just like your mom did, Murph, because she's there's something about yeah, being the oldest among smaller kids that you don't necessarily love. Well, being the 16-year-old among 13-year-olds is very different than being the yeah. 11-year-old among 4-year-olds. <laughs> I know. I guess it's not the same. <laughs> Give me your lunch anyway, money. Anyway, <laughs> right. after those first couple of days, though, a couple of things happened. She realized she's not the only junior in the house. Uh-huh. So she's not the oldest. There are a couple of other kids. Like, Taylor hasn't even turned 17 yet. Right. So she's not the oldest, uh, the, you know, the only one. So that's good. And they're doing Shrek the Musical. Oh, cool. And she got the role that she wanted, and that is Pinocchio. Where is Shrek? Well, uh, I don't know where he's not. <laughs> Let me tell you something. She can do it, too. Yeah, She's I done it around the house. Phoebe got cast, by the way, as the ugly duckling and Aww. is going to rock it, but it wasn't her first choice. Right. And yeah. that's a part of theater. See, and she's fine. All the ages are great. You know, it, it's, it's worked out perfectly. As opposed to me, where I'll tell you the other thing was... Those rocking horses get pretty uncomfortable <laughs> when you're 11. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Say so yeah, hi, Katy Perry's assistant saved Katy's poodle's life. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Katy Perry might have to um, give one of her assistants a raise or something here. She revealed in an Instagram story this week that her personal assistant, Tamara, uh-huh. walked into the room to find... 
Katie's teacup poodle nugget. That's the name. Nugget. <laughs> comatose on the floor after oh. rolling and falling off the bed and was unresponsive for like three minutes. Tongue hanging out. Paws up in the air. And Tamara remembers, and I don't know if you remember seeing this, Sam. There was a video a couple of years ago that went viral of a squirrel being a, a squirrel that had been electrocuted, like I'm on not, a power line. I know, not funny, not funny, I know, not funny. it's not a cartoon. This really happened. Okay, and then somebody revived it with CPR, pressing on the chest of a squirrel, and, and brought the squirrel back. There's a video. There's of a good it. chance you get bit. When that squirrel comes around. Either way, the squirrel came around. So Tamara remembers seeing this and did it. Pushed on her little chest nuggets, blew into her mouth, and brought that teacup poodle back to life. According to Katy Perry and according to Entertainment Tonight. Please tell me there's video. There's not video that I can find. I mean, really? You're going to stop and set up your camera before you save I don't, your... Maybe there was somebody else with her, you know? Okay. Uh, apparently, Katie wasn't there at the time, or maybe Katie would have done the breaths while she did the pushes. But um, Nugget is fine, by the way, and I think that that assistant might deserve a raise. Fell off the bed and went comatose. Maybe it had a little, you know, passing out. Yeah. You know, and then you fall. You don't fall and then lose your consciousness, I think. Right. You lose it first. That helped put well, together for you, Well, that's good news, because I thought when you were talking about this earlier, it was going to be one of those coyote situations. No, not this the time takes the, with the teacup yeah, poodle. Okay. All right, Clint Eastwood and Bradley Cooper are making a movie together. And look, the last time we saw a movie with Clint where he was acting in it and directing was Gran Torino. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn. Get this my movie lawn. is called The Mule. Okay, and he is acting in it and directing it. He plays a down-on-his-luck guy who gets this simple driving job. Yes. Turns out he's a drug mule. Uh-huh. And Bradley Cooper plays the DE agent trying to shut him down. Hmm. Clint Eastwood is 88 years old. His daughter Allison is in this movie. Also, Lawrence Fishburne. Look for it. Filming is underway now. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up in your next Outsider around 8.30 this morning, there is a Willy Wonka prequel coming. Let you know what actors are looking to play the young Willy. Thank you for spending part of your Memorial Day with us. Yeah, watch out for the sketchy hot dogs. (laughs) Uh, We hope you enjoy your time with your family and cooking and all that, but also be sure that you remember what today is really about. Right, honoring those who sacrificed everything for our freedoms. To celebrate our fallen soldiers, the people that died in the Army. Give credit back to those who gave their lives for our freedom. Jump into the conversation anytime. You know, we'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. So give us a call anytime. Um, I want you guys to know, especially you, Marv, that something's happened to me that you've been complained about forever on with online shopping, especially. And that is the reviews. I used to remember I used to tell you, stop letting reviews sway you and just... Think for yourself on purchases. But that's well, what they're supposed to be for is to guide you. Yeah. You do have to, you know what? The but thing about reviews the- is you have to take them into like context and look yes. at like patterns and look at the majority. So it's not like I take one review and go, oh my God, can't do that. Yeah, but I mean, you don't know who these people are. What if they find fault with everything? You don't well, want to not to make buy sure first. You, you, you want know? to check and make sure they're a verified purchaser. Grumpy Charlie, <laughs> you know? Who, you don't know who this person is. Maybe hard to please Well, Anna. you know what? Somebody told me about that, and now you have to look carefully on Amazon, that sometimes right. the vendors will give products to people to try in exchange for a review. Now, mm-hmm. they have to disclose mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're looking for a verified purchaser and all those kind uh, of things okay. on, on reviews. So wait, long what, story short, Yeah, long story short, 
you asked the last time we had breakfast together with everybody when the girls, you know, like Saturday, the girls are home. and We're having the four of us breakfast at the same time. You're like, we need a new toaster. Let's just get a four slice toaster because <laughs> we have all a the two, important stuff. We have a two slice toaster and Murphy <laughs> wants a four. Sam, we could cut our toast time in half. You know, honestly, Murphy, I'm with you there. There are so many times when the kids are there. It's Duh, like, Sam. I w- w- wish I had a four-slice toaster. And breakfast is about timing. When you're yeah. doing eggs for everybody, it yeah. has to be, everything has to be, and toast is almost, toast is last for us because yeah. Yeah. it's got to be warm when you spread whatever. Right. I might even want an eight-slice, but you know. No, 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 do no, they no. make those? I don't yeah. know. Wow. We don't need that, Murphy. I don't think that we don't have cabinet space for an eight slice toaster, do we? Anyway, you start. I don't know, going but boy, it would be impressive at Christmas time, right? I shopped for one. Check this out, right? Everybody, no problem. I shopped for some in the store, and then I shopped online, and I can't find one that has more good reviews than not. What's wrong with them? It's too it's light. A toaster uh, right. burns the toast. Uneven toasting. It's like there's too many critics in the world. It's too much. Well, you need to go with the law of averages on that. You know, I mean, if it's a 90%, you know, hey, thumbs up, you know, that's still an A. I haven't found the 90% classes. thumbs up except in the $50 or higher category, which I don't want to spend Ooh, on a toaster. That's a lot for a toaster. Yeah, the reviews, they're driving me crazy. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, we're learning new things about Producer Bailey every day, especially that he's got more in common with Murphy than we mm. ever mm, thought. That's right. He's going to break out his vinyl next. Murphy, I think mm-hmm. you have something else in common with producer Bailey, who we're slowly starting to get to know more and more. Yeah, we're like bonding at every curve here. The first thing I found out about Bailey is he's, he and I have the exact same birthday. Yeah, Harry Potter's birthday, July 31st. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be celebrating that here in about eight weeks. At Hogwarts. close, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bailey. Yes. I was asking you what you were doing the other day, and you were like, well, I bought some vinyl. Yeah, I I'm did. I'm like, vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, Murphy loves vinyl. It's and really we, fun to collect. Yeah. Okay. It is, it's re- I mean, it's retro, it's coming back. I even heard somebody, I read an article the other day that cassettes are on the way back. No. Uh, I don't see yeah, it as the they, same way as vinyl, but you know. Mm. Uh, look, I'm not going to say that I don't have a cassette player at home. What? Maybe two. Bailey. Maybe a duplicator. Oh, oh no. <laughs> see? Well, you're going to be the cool one. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, do you have something to play them on? Because Murphy still plays his vinyl, too, and it sounds yes. incredible. Yeah, I do. I have one, and I can plug it into my computer so it runs through my speakers and everything, and oh. you know, it, it sounds great. Ah, okay. uh, yes. Yeah. The old school USB turntable. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Just like they used to make in the 70s. Huh? Exactly. Okay, here's the big question. You bought some new vinyl. I went to our one of our local uh, vinyl shops. Nice. and. I, I looked at, well, I found, okay, I found a couple of things, but the my most exciting finds were um, an album called The Dude by Quincy Jones. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. It's got some, it's got some good jams on it, I actually, think. Actually, you know what? I have, boy, that's, that is cool, Bailey, because I actually have that one on CD, Yeah, that's not one I've pulled out very, you know, often, but there were some big hits, like in the early 80s, that came off of that album. Yeah. There's, yeah. It's worth another listen. This, this other song called Bet You Wouldn't. I, I love that. This song is, I think, is really great. This is also Quincy? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he's singing on this, but this I know he definitely produced he was produced producing it. with Michael Jackson around yeah. the same time, like... Yeah, I don't think Quincy ever sang on anything that he produced. I think he just produced. Mm. Yeah. Just snapped his fingers, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Quincy doesn't have to sing. No. He Wowza. gets somebody else to do that for him. Um, <laughs> but the, the other thing that I found was uh, uh, the official soundtrack from the Olympics in 1984 when they were held in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Remember it well while yeah. watching it. 
This oh, is, I know this. Yeah. That's the official fanfare by guess who? John Williams. John Williams. Yes, yeah. that's right. Sam. Very nice, cool, yeah. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Wow. You're just the most popular guy around here. <laughs> we should all come hang around his turntable this afternoon. Ah, uh, yeah. And listen. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Apparently, guys, we were wrong about what a bean counter actually is. It's not about voting. Apparently. We'll do it next. Love hearing from you. Give us a call anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. You can also hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Let's see what's in there. Good morning. Love the show, first off. Thank you. Um, I was just listening, and I heard you guys talking about the uh, spill the beans, and then you got into the bean counters and the origination of that. And uh, I just wanted to let you know, that's what my grandfather used to do. Hmm. He was a bean counter, <laughs> and it's back from when they counted pork and beans years and years ago. They had to know how many went into uh, the packaging for pork and beans. But anyways, <laughs> love the show. Have a great day. Wow. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the voicemail. I did I, not know I guess that that was real. Before automation and machinery, I guess someone had to count the beans. I guess somebody counted yeah. the pork, too, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's you, a much smaller job. Yeah. <laughs> But well, you know what I mean. Because if you miscount four or five beans at a time, and you do that in a couple of hundred cans, that can be costly. You're shutting down to the, the company the, now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought a bean counter was an accountant. Me and too. That's, that's what I'm well, saying. What but, he's saying is that there were actual bean counters. Yeah. And then I guess they were compared. The financial people were compared to the actual bean counters. We thought bean counter was not a voting thing because they voted with beans. No, no, no. no that's no, you're, beans. you're confusing. I, that was spill the beans, oh, which was spill correct. The beans. Sam had joked about be, you know, bean counters but didn't know what the origin was, and so that's why we got the call, I think. Got it. So, uh, you know, I wonder if that's a negative for CPAs or accountants. Do to they be called a bean counter. Do they not like being um, called bean counters? I would think know? so. I would think so. It probably makes... It would, it would make them feel... I don't Lesser, know. I mean, maybe? a bean counter is somebody keeping track of a very, you know, Minute. important detail. A pork and bean counter might okay. be something different. That was important. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm guessing the ratio there is probably like, what, 20 beans to one piece of pork? Yeah. I, that gets really complicated. By the way, what is the pork made out of in pork and beans? Is I think it's the fat. Just fat? I think it's like bacon fat. Why are you fixated on the pork? This is about the beans, Sam. He's Because he's always fixated on the pork. He's not a pork counter. He's a bean counter. Because <laughs> when you say pork and beans, that's what he's thinking. That's right. He thinks bacon. Hey. You, Sam wants to be a bacon counter. When they named it, what came first? Pork and uh, beans. And beans. You're so right. You're so right. All right, look, give us a call anytime. We do love hearing from you, obviously, on anything. Anything. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Willy Wonka prequel, it is coming. Tell you who's lining up to play a young Mr. Wonka. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Willy Wonka is going to get a prequel. And of course, the first person to ever bring us that was Gene Wilder. My dear friends, ah. you are now about to enter the nerve center to the entire Wonka factory. Is this going to be in line with that Wonka or the Johnny Depp Wonka? You know, I think it's more in line with the Gene Wilder, but either way would be fine with mm-hmm. me. You know, They were both uh, fun movies. Yeah, they were. So the prequel meaning, how did Wonka become Wonka? More of his backstory. 
Uh, lead actors vying for the role right now are in talks. Donald Glover. Oh. Who's, everybody's loving him so much right now because of Atlanta and Solo, a Star Wars story where he plays yeah, Lando. I cannot wait till they do the Lando spinoff. Standalone movie, yeah. And then also Ryan Gosling. Interested. Hey, girl. Hey girl <laughs> Willy <chocolate>? Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> Just under the talks are happening now for that prequel. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. A reminder that the Grammy Awards is coming up this Sunday night, hosted by comedian James Corden, but he's also a singer and he's music y. He's musically inclined. So remember, so have a good skit there. he's going to open the show with music. He's, he just will. Yeah. So Grammy Awards, it's expected to be Jay-Z's night and Kendrick Lamar's night because they have seven nominations each. Mm-hmm. But oh wait, Bruno Mars has six nominations. Um, everybody who's anybody is expected to be there. And, and performing too. And performing. Uh, you know the Grammy Awards. The the clothing is usually kind of crazy and racy. Um, but to I support, just always think of... J-Lo in that dress. Oh, oh, yeah, that was the Grammy Awards yeah. that year. I always think of J-Lo regardless. Any dress, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> um, instead of wearing all black like they did to the Golden Globes to support the Time's Up movement, and uh, they're gonna, everybody's going to be wearing a white rose so they can still wear their racy things they want to wear. Uh, look for it on CBS Sunday night. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. I think it's funny that Jody now understands why I use reviews before I buy some things online. You know, and it's it's confusing. It's now. it's not that I'm waiting for somebody else's opinion. It's research, and right. so you just kind of you're going with averages. And the more people that have reviewed it, and the higher the average review, to me, the better chance of getting something good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So four slice toaster we're looking to buy. The one I, ca- I think I want has more than two thousand reviews. That's way too much. A lot much. of reviews. A lot, a lot of time of them investment for a toaster, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of them that has one star. It's working today. It works. <laughs> Sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. Very quirky. Uh, here's another one. Um, uneven toasting. <gasps> Looks good, but uneven toasting. Okay. Uh, here's another one from Deborah. Don't buy this toaster. <laughs> Even at full setting, bread does not become toasted. Something seriously wrong with this toaster. But uh, this is all. It also has more good reviews. Yeah. Is it possible that there's a dud which, with with like a hundred toasters? One of them. Well, every, yeah, everything's gonna have a dud in okay. the patch. Yeah, that's why you want to. You know, an average of four or higher is probably good in mm-hmm. a lot of reviews. If two okay. people have reviewed it and both have given it five stars, nah, yeah. you know, if a thousand oh, okay. people have reviewed it and, and it's, more have you know, given 90% it, okay. of it's good, then you're probably okay. safe. But at the end of the day, like Sam says, it's a toaster. It's a toaster. You're right. Just buy the thing. <laughs> Earlier, producer Bailey was talking about his fines, you know, vinyl shopping. Mm-hmm. And so at garage sales and estate sales, I love looking for them, too. One of the garage sales that Jody and I went to over the weekend, this past weekend, it was hilarious to me because of all the, they had tons of stuff out, and then they had 245 RPM records. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's right. There that's were no right. albums. There was nothing else. Just two 45s. But when I looked at them, it's like, wow, I recognize these. They were both in my dad's collection of music. Yeah. So one was the Little River Band. And I'm like, okay, cool. Somebody should be buying that. That's a cool 45 to have. Yeah. The other one was one that I remember from the 70s as a kid. This one. BJ hey, oh Thomas. You remember that song? Yes. I, I was a child. That makes da, me feel da, like that da. time. Is that your? Did, was it your grandmother loved that kind of you know country crossover yes. kind of music? Yes, she played time. that music like it was her job in her kitchen. 
Now, yes. I, I suppose it's possible that there were some other records purchased earlier during the day, maybe. Yeah. But it was just weird, too. Two, only 245. Two, yeah, you got to throw it there. all out there when you do a sale. Yeah. You do. I should have bought them. I, I thought you were only about big albums. I am. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do with BJ Murphy. Thomas? Like no the regret. craze. It may be worth something someday. Not now. They probably threw it out. <laughs> And coming up today after the show, we invite you to come join us on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. You can subscribe for free on iTunes or just simply Google it. It literally is that easy to find us. And if you know somebody who's a vinyl lover or is back into collecting it, then you're going to want to come hang out with us today. Bailey scored on vinyl big time over Mm -hmm. the weekend.